Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Your NBC Sports Radio update starts now. It's a wild one and a cold one. I'm Jeff Nathanson. Let's go to the NFL scoreboard. The Vikings hosting the Seahawks in the wild card game of the day. They're in the third quarter, 440 to play in the third. And it's the Vikings six and the Seahawks nothing. The temperature is a factor in this game. It's made it tough on the offensive and the special teams. Punting and kicking a big problem. Blair Walsh, two field goals for the Vikings. One from 22 yards away, the other from 43 Offensively, the Seahawks' Russell Wilson just 8 of 16 for 68 yards with an interception so far in the contest. Really no big plays in the game. We will keep you posted. Later on, it's the Packers and the Redskins. Temperature should be a little more temperate in Washington, D.C., although they had a lot of rain there last night. Mike McCarthy, the coach of the Green Bay Packers, says when it comes to the playoffs, the opportunity is right there. For the season. With a theme of living, taking full advantage of the opportunity, and it's and it's right in front of us. You know, everything we set out to accomplish is in front of us, but this is a one week. You know, this is a one week season, and that's what the playoff football is. And it's important for all of us uh, to stay focused on that. And that's that's where we are as a team, and that's who we are. We're a focused football team, uh, preparing to beat the Redskins in Washington. The Steelers beat the Bengals yesterday 18-16, so Pittsburgh advances to play at Denver next week. Tom Brady and the Patriots also have the week off. Brady taking advantage of the bye week. Yeah, I think it's important for everybody this time of year. We've, you know, Our bye week was a long time ago, so this is the first time we've had off in quite a while. So a lot of guys have been fighting through different kind of bumps and bruises over the course of the season. So try to take advantage of that as best you can to, to feel good because... We're going to need everybody, um, you know, a week from Saturday to be at their very best. This is NBC Sports Radio. This is 1050 AM KCAA Loma Linda and 106.5 FM Yucaipa. Hey folks, Pat Matthews here to tell you about the newest and best way to sell products online. Maybe you've heard me talk about buysellmakeoffer.com on my internet radio station, Beatlesarama.com. Well, I'm here to fill you in on this enormously revolutionary way to sell your products online. You just need to forget about the way the other guys have taken more than their share from you when the sales were finalized. Look, it's happened to me over and over, and then I found buysellmakeoffer.com. They never charge you item fees. 
We just need your email address so we can let you know well in advance of the launch when you can load all your stuff to our server to sell. This is not an auction site. Just think of it as Craigslist on steroids. Using our resources along with Skype and videos, you just add your creativity to sell your items quickly and with no fees. Go right now to buysellmakeoffer.com and sign up. The excitement is building toward our January 15th launch date. I've signed up to sell my stuff with buysellmakeoffer.com. You should too. Buysellmakeoffer.com. And now it's time for another Support San Bernardino Spotlight. Hi, my name is George Hahn. I am the Senior Minister at the Center for Spiritual Living Inland Empire. In the next few weeks, we would like to support San Bernardino by highlighting the outstanding things about our city. Today's program features Dennis Baxter from Habitat for Humanity. Thank you, George. I'm very proud that Habitat for Humanity San Bernardino area has been serving the residents of the area since 1992. So that's 24 years of building homes and building homes. Each partner family participates in our own uh, curriculum in the greater San Bernardino area that provides guidance and resources to a successful long-term experience as being a homeowner. We have financial literacy classes that they go through so they understand the difference between being a homeowner and being a renter. Our Rush with Kindness program helps out uh, low-income folks with, you know, simple chores around the house. And, of course, our ReStore, uh, located in Redlands, is a real part of our fundraising effort. So it's building homes. It's building hope. Folks can give us a call at 909-478-1176 or habitatsb.org. This program was underwritten by Center for Spiritual Living Inland Empire. If you would like information about today's program, please contact me, Reverend George, by calling 909-883-7171. That's 909-883-7171. KCAA. Welcome to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. Each week on this program, Jeff and his guests share their expertise, personal anecdotes, and the latest industry news to keep you in the loop. Now to provide you with insight and help you navigate the consistently changing world of real estate lending, here is your host for The Mortgage Voice, Jeff Barton. Hi, I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. Uh, we're Malibu Funding, Inc., 888-713-2929, NMLS number 79620. If you want to see us on Facebook, go to Facebook, Home Loans, colon, Malibu Funding, and we pop right up. A lot of great and useful information. Uh, we got about six or seven different leads in the door uh, over the weekend, and we get leads from all over the country. We're in six different states, have been since 2002. We always bring to the show terrific people in certain areas of uh, not only California, but uh, Texas, Arizona, Florida, um, Virginia, and some of the other states that we're in. Today we have with us once again is uh, Darren Woodworth. Hi, Darren. How are you? Oh, super fantastic. How are you doing, Jeff? I'm just great. Thank you very much. All right. Darren is up in the Bay Area, and uh, could you just quickly, for our audience, give them an idea of where you are located in the areas that you service? Um, I'm actually in Vallejo, California, about nine miles from Napa. Um, my areas I serve is anywhere from San Jose to a Sacramento uh, woodland area. Okay, so, that's that's great. Um, now, uh, how is the? First of all, we are in the winter. We are in January, and Happy New Year to you! And I hope you had a great holiday. You too. It was a blast. Oh, excellent. Um, all right, so tell us where the market is right now, real estate-wise, up in your area. What have we seen with prices? What are we looking forward to in the next uh, 30 to 90 days? Uh, Napa, California, Vallejo area is still uh, pricing out pretty good. I could get you into a home up here for anywhere from two to 600000 Um Homes still are you know, two fifty around here in Vallejo area. Um, Sassoon area, Fairfield area, 300000 range. Woodland areas, you know, two fifty to three hundred. Okay, so in in your area, that seems affordable to me. How is the unemployment up there, and how is the employment rate? I mean, are, are we still seeing job growth as it as it uh, proposes in the national marketplace, or is it tough up there to get work? Oh, absolutely. It's uh, we're forty five minutes from San Francisco and about sixty minutes from San Jose. So, um, I mean, it's travel time is not too bad. So this would you consider this a, like a bedroom area, or do they have their own industry out in that area? Uh, we have 
Sacramento and in between San Francisco. So uh, Napa is known for its wine industry and tourism. So um, people range from anywhere. I got friends that drive to Oakland for work and San Francisco and Sacramento. Okay, great. So what, what we're saying here is then this seems like a very affordable area. Obviously, the schools are pretty good up there as well. Oh, absolutely. Top notch. Excellent. Okay. Uh, uh, inventory. Where are we with the inventory? Is it high? Is it low? Uh, are we seeing, uh, when, when does most of the properties come back onto the market? I know in the winter, a lot of people pull them off just because it's winter, but. Well, um, just have a listing in Woodland went on the market in November, um, listed too high. So it's still sitting on the market. It listed at 320. Um, I advised my client to list at 285. Right. And and they went with another realtor. Realtor told them that they had a buyer for the property. Which of course. Is a lie, which is a lie. They yep. didn't have a buyer for the property. So they basically started off the with a lie. So now the property's still sitting for 320 um, coming up on a month now. So I'm well, calling her back and going to actually um, see where they're at because they didn't take my advice to list low and sell high. <laughs> okay, so in, in a situation like that, now as a realtor myself, and you well know this, people out there who are listening who are going to sell their house, the most important decision you're going to make, obviously, is to who to choose as a realtor. You're going to want to choose somebody who's honest with you and will tell you exactly what the market's doing. People out there will lie to you in order to get a listing. It's been done and will continue to be done by realtors from now till the end of time. Why? Because they figure once they get the listing, they'll just beat you up and lower the price anyway. It's not the way we do business. It's not the way Darren does business. So uh, oh, what's the conversation going to be like? Well, I mean, when, when you initially price the property for them, what's the discussion you have with them? I just show them comps in the area. Um, look, you look at what their motivation is. Her motivation was she's just renting the place and she's 80 years old. Right. And she already owns a property in Napa and... Um, I suggested that she first represent her client that's the tenant that's in there. I could have approached them. That's my first thing was I would have approached the tenant in there and see if they wanted to purchase it. Right. And then start from there. So uh, they, they didn't actually approach the tenant because I talked to the tenant and they said, no, they didn't even offer us the opportunity to buy it. So they're kind of mad. So I'm sure the open houses aren't going well. So Right. Right. Okay. So if you're out there and you're listening to this, these are two, three, four things, and I'm sure there's more things that will come up that are, are not good for the sale of the property. It's a non-owner-occupied tenant situation where the tenant's not happy because they weren't given any kind of opportunity to purchase the price. The realtor over um, spoke about the value of the property, so obviously the property's not moving. It's just sitting. And once a property sits for a certain amount of time, what happens to it, Darren? Uh, people think there's something wrong with it, and, That's correct. and then once you start once you start chasing the market down, they're wondering why you're dropping the price, and then they start questioning whether they want to go look at it or not. So, it's better to list low, get uh, multiple people going through your property, and then they they walk through the property and they look, they go, "Wow, I'll pay three fifteen or three ten for this property." I wonder why it's listed so low. So, right. it just gets more value for your for your uh, clients. Well, the strategy of trying to get more buyers rather than get the buyer meaning that yep. a multiple offer situation is probably better for the seller than waiting for your price, right? Absolutely. Okay, what about uh, interest rates? We've had a little bit of a bump up in interest rates, although it's settled somewhat. Uh, how is that affecting the market? Uh, it only went up 0.125, so right. it's not too bad. Well, I um, actually just, just got off the phone with a friend and uh, just picked up 58 points with his credit. Um, oh. He had a installment loan that he missed the last payment so um i did the old credit fix on him and picked up 58 points oh that's a big deal what what's the credit score now uh he's at 658 okay so the difference between a, a 600 credit score and a 658 credit score in terms of the rate you're getting is is significant right correct right Probably about a half percent or three point three seven five that's exactly right, and it also allows you to get other than an FHA loan. I mean, obviously, if you're in the 500s, you're getting an FHA loan, and that carries with it some additional costs, true? Yeah, a little upfront. Are you seeing that since the rates or the talk of the rates, I, I think that's the perception in the marketplace that rates are going to go up all year. Do you get that sense up there? Uh, it's 
kind of flat right now, but uh, it, it did go up a little bit, so people are kind of rushing into the market right now. And are you seeing more um, refinances or purchases? Um, still, people are re- uh, rate and term refis right now, so purchases are still coming around. Okay, great. Hey, Daryl, could you give people your telephone number in case they want to get in touch with you? Oh, absolutely. Uh, my number is 408-425-7845. And um, uh, just quickly, what do you think is going to happen this year in terms of rates and the market? I know it's prognosticating years, uh, months in advance, but you've been up there for quite some time. What's your feel of it? Do, do you have a feel for it? Um, I think it's going to stay steady. It's, uh, I think there's a good supply and demand of properties right now, so um, I'm not thinking it's going to go up too high. Okay, very good. Hey, listen, Daryl, I appreciate you coming back on. Darren, I appreciate you coming back on the show again. Uh, we'll do it soon. I mean, you're you're our guy up there in the Bay Area. Awesome. Sounds great. Thanks for the call. Sure, no problem. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry, and we'll be right back. You're listening to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. For more on today's topic, visit www.malibufunding.net. We'll be right back with more in just a moment. For more information on today's topic, email Jeff Barton at info at malibufunding.net. Now, back to The Mortgage Voice with your host, Jeff Barton. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry, Malibu Funding, Inc., 888-713-2929 is the telephone number. NMLS number is 79620. www.malibufunding.net is the website. Info at malibufunding.net is the email address. You can reach us through Facebook. Go to Facebook, Home Loans, colon, Malibu Funding, and we pop right up. Uh, we are always happy to have great people on the show. Julie Peisner is with us today. She's been on the show several times. She's another one of our terrific uh, agents and uh, up in the Bay Area. Julie, how are you today? I'm very well. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too. And you work for Paragon Real Estate, right? Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise, and with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. I do. Okay, very good. Can you quickly give us the number so our fans out there can give you a call if they actually, and I'm sure they do after they're going to hear this terrific report, want to give you a call. <laughs> Sure. Uh, my phone number four one five eight two three zero eight two four. Okay, very good. So we are uh, spanning the globe, so to speak, of the Malibu funding world around the country to get people's uh, viewpoints as to the market, uh, the rates where they might be going, and certainly the properties, what's available mm-hmm. out there, and, and what your prognostications are for the future. But first, let's look back at the past a little bit. Uh, do you have some interesting things to say about 2015 where did we end up up in the area and by the way tell people where you're when i say the bay area i think people get mm-hmm. a, get confused uh tell people specifically what areas you might co- might cover for them yes the bay area uh encompasses a massive area yes it does <laughs> uh so i mainly focused on san francisco city as well as a little bit outside in parts of the East Bay, a little bit of the peninsula area, which is the um, kind of the gateway to Silicon Valley, and um, and that's about it. But I would say ninety percent of my business is San Francisco proper. Okay, excellent. Uh, do you have some statistic as to um, how the city did last year? How your area did? How we did. You know, it was another bang up year. 
Another banner year. The prices go up. I'm assuming they did. Prices went up, and um, you know we we kind of dive in and drill down into that case-shiller index because it also right. encompasses the Bay Area, which is five different counties, and San Francisco always leads the way. Um, however, just based on two four numbers, the median home price. Believe it or not, was up to one million two hundred fifty thousand, which was about eleven percent higher than it was in Q four of two thousand fourteen. Okay, is um, that and, sustainable, and Julie? Tell me, that much as well. Tell me something. How how long can this go on up there? I mean, that's insane. It. I know it's pretty crazy. Um, I mean, it certainly is. That percentage is lower than in the past two years, where mm-hmm. prices went up. 20% and 30%. So I think that it's sort of slowing down a little bit. I, mm-hmm. I know that several people, and there was sort of a general anxiety about the interest rates going up this past uh, last quarter. But honestly, and I'm sure you know this, the interest rates didn't really go up that much. No, they did so not. So far. No, what we're. They probably will by the end of this year. Uh, but it really hasn't affected too much. I think it was more of a general panic about it, and so that sent a lot of people into this sort of spree of, oh, let's get in now while we can still get in good. And so this, like yesterday, I went out with clients, and, of course, it's literally the beginning of the year, and there's hardly any inventory out there, but I went out with the clients to see open houses, and they were just packed with people. I mean, overrun with people. So I think it's going to be a really good first quarter. Okay. And I always tell my clients, don't wait for the spring. If you're going to sell, do it now because there is no inventory. That's right. The spring buying season, as we all know in the realtor world, just doesn't exist up in your area because... Not really. No, because, you know, anything that's on the market is going to sell. Yeah, we do dip down in the late summer and you know, towards the holidays, but really it's it's always a good time, and it has been for the past couple of years, and typically people say, oh, you know, we're not going to sell, we're going to wait until the quote-unquote spring, but the past few years of spring selling season has been starting earlier and earlier, right. and so I'm already talking to clients and getting things ready to put on the market soon because people are really in need of the inventory. Well, good good point. What is the inventory up there? I mean, what are you thinking houses in terms of the overall scope of things? How how many houses are on the market in your area? I mean, just <laughs> not very many. None, but two, and they're going today, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, there's only, there's several new listings are coming up daily, but it's still with the amount of need and the projected population growth, it, it's still so low. There's a lot of new construction. Uh-huh. But again, each building is probably only somewhere between sixty and a hundred new units. These are condo so, units, right? Yeah, these are condo units. Very, mm-hmm. very, very few single-family homes that ever get built, if at all. They're usually just tear downs that get rebuilt. Right. I okay. So, not good news for people who are looking to move up there. Good news for people that have something and want to sell it. Um, what do you the yeah. um, in terms of? both the, the time on the market and then it gets sold. What do you, when you're trying to get a unit for a buyer, what are you telling them? Do you tell them all cash? Are you telling them, you know, no contingencies on the offer in order to? Yeah, there's still a mix of offers coming in with cash, coming in with no contingencies. You know, the, my I say my unfortunate clients who are, having to get traditional financing mm-hmm. are sort of behind in their ability to, to have this. They're at a disadvantage, basically. What's the mix? They, What's the mix between uh, all cash and uh, conventional loans? I think there's a lot less all cash offers than people assume. Right. But they're still out there. Um, maybe it's 20%. I see. Um, but, you know, if you find a house and there, let's say, just there's multiple offers, and there's ten offers. There, it's very likely one of those is going to be an all cash offer. 
Um, we are seeing less multiple offers, but still, you know, maybe a handful as opposed to 10 to 15, which was so common, and now it's less common. But it all, as you know, it depends on how people price things. And Right, of course. Of course, are people pricing them the right? I mean, we've had a discussion earlier in the show just about that, about pricing in, in general. And you'll have realtors that are going and will buy a listing just based on the fact that they're yeah. going to price it higher in their in the seller's mind, which everybody knows is the worst thing to do in it's, terms. Yeah, it, it, it's, and it's, that's not my. You know, my strategy is always to be realistic, right? And to price something at market value, maybe be a little aggressive just to get enough foot traffic, but to have a quote-unquote teaser price, in my opinion, is, is just bad. You know, bad form for a realtor because if any other agent comes in, they're going to know, and they're going to have to explain that to their clients. And sometimes these clients are new to the market, and they see the price, and they're like, oh, great, we we can afford this. And I'm like, no. Then you have to go into that. That's not really the real price. So I (laughs) I think it's bad practice. Right. I Um, agree. You don't see it as much. You tend to see them more in fixers. All the new construction, they don't do that at all. It's, It's pretty much you get you, you, exactly the price unless there happens to be a, you know more than a couple of people that are interested in the same unit but usually new construction is just first come first serve and it's based at that price that they give you and there's not a lot of flexibility I got a question for you have you seen the big short oh it is on my list okay in fact I was going to see it last night but I ran out of time well I'm it's about your yeah, it's about your guy up there on uh, Sand Hill Road. A pretty interesting movie. I did a big segment on the show today about it. I'll let you see it before I, you know, spoiler alert. I don't want to do that. <laughs> spoiler alert, the market crash. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, I think everybody knows the outcome at the end. So uh, yeah. uh, one of the things that we're talking about uh, in that segment is, you know, the overvaluation of properties and, exactly. and what happens. And so do yeah. you, do you, and, and there, I think there's a lot of that still. Right. Um, with the again the general kind of anxiety about interest rates and affordability and overvalued right. and you know all these like high tech unicorns and blah blah blah, um, it still exists. But you know people I think are are still very much into wanting to buy real estate and needing to buy real estate and the competition kind of outweighs that. But you know, I mean, some people have definitely fallen out of the market, which hopefully is a good thing for those that are still willing to go into it. Well, what we'll do is when you see the show, we'll get you back on the show and we can talk about it because I have all kinds of opinions. And again, we're up against the clock, so I really appreciate you coming on the show once again to give us the viewpoint of what's up there going on in the Bay Area, certainly San Francisco City. Well, thank you always for having me. Thank you, Julie. And this is Julie Peisner from... Uh, Paragon Real Estate up in San Francisco. Thanks, Julie. Thank you, Jeff. Okay. I'm Jeff Barton. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. For more on today's topic, visit www.malibufunding.net. We'll be right back with more in just a moment. This is The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. For questions or comments, send emails to info at malibufunding.net. Now, back to The Mortgage Voice with your host, Jeff Barton. Welcome, everybody. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry, Malibu Funding, Inc. 888-713-2929 is the telephone number. Our NMLS number is 79620. And, of course, you can reach us via the website, www.malibufunding.net. Facebook as well. Go to Facebook, Home Loans, colon, Malibu Funding, and we pop right up. Our uh, email address is info at malibufunding.net, and uh, we can be reached in any number of different ways. You know, Malibu Funding, we generate a number of different information requests. Generally, it's about how they're going to get a loan through our website. We have an application. Of course, you can go there and fill it out. But most people who come to us come to us because they are looking for a solution, an answer. Why? Because being a smaller lender, we can take time to help people. Most people that come to us have credit issues. Now, what do I mean by credit issues? Well, I'm going to let Big Tech's uh, Terrell Robinson come on the show uh, right now and tell us a little bit about what his company does to help people with credit issues. And uh, 
Uh, Terrell, how you doing today? Hey, how's it going, Jeff? I'm just great. Uh, um, I really appreciate you coming on the show. We have so many people out there who have credit issues. And what I mean by credit issues is either, and it's usually not a, a made-up story. Usually it's a divorce. It's a medical problem. It's a bankruptcy. It's a foreclosure. It's, a, it's an action that has taken place which has just stopped them in their tracks from doing what they want to do. A lot of these people make money. A lot of these people can afford a house. They just can't get by that initial issue of bad credit. Tell us what credit is and what you can do to try to help these people. Well, the big thing, Jeff, with credit is is basically it measures exactly like you just said. A lot of people can afford these homes or vehicles or whatever case it may be. But the big thing, the way credit is measured, the the three transunion Equifax and experience is basically measured on what uh, the type of interest rate or loan that you can apply for and how much money is it going to cost for that particular item that you're going to be purchasing. So one of the things that we do with our clients that we do have clients that can afford these properties or uh, what have you is we actually educate them. This is the first thing we do is we educate them on how credit actually works. And, of course, that's something that we do that's a one-on-one basis. But Mm -hmm. as far as the process and what we do, it's a very simple process. We either sit down with the customer in person or via Skype or over the phone, and it's a, a very easy step as far as getting them started, uh, um, what it obtains, of, of course, some personal things. But once they get started, the main thing is we're able to walk them through hand-in-hand. Hand. And while their credit is getting fixed, they will not – or restored or repaired, however you want to say it. While their credit is getting restored, they don't have to contact me to ask me or to notify to me, hey, have I gotten anything deleted or not? We're going to actually give them access to the website and their own actual login to be able to track and monitor everything that we do. So they're going to see it from their FICO score, from the things that are pending, such as collections, bankruptcies, judgments, liens, everything there we go after. Last year we had over 900,000 total deletions, and we just proved that we – Sometimes the clients had a bad rut, maybe lost a job or anything like that, but mm-hmm. we proved that it was illegally put on there, and that's how we get those things taken off. Okay, you mentioned many things. Trust is a big issue here when people are talking about money, when they're talking about their credit. It's personal. A lot of times it's embarrassing to people. How do you get them to trust you, to open up to you, and to explain to you exactly what's going on in their life so that you can help them? Well, I, hey, I bring I bring in my personal story as well, uh, and and not to go too deep in it. I've been in the mortgage business since 2003 when I retired from professional football, and when the market hit, I got hit too as well. Right. So you know, I had a few things. I had all my eggs in one basket. So personally, before we even got started back then, I was the guinea pig. So I've actually showed people my personal profile, not my scores, but my personal profile. And I'm a firm believer in that, and I showed them the time that it took to get deleted off and how I was able to. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply track my own personal credit as well. Uh, then, of course, uh, Better Business Bureau. We've been on there for roughly about a decade, right. A-plus rating. But the big thing is knowing that I've personally uh, and, and a lot of my, my associates have personally been involved with the process, which eases over the things with the client. And the big and most important thing is we do offer a 100% money-back guarantee, which a lot of people say they do, but they actually don't. We actually do. And in terms of 2015, we refunded six people, but we also took care of a lot of people, too, as well. That's excellent. I mean, uh, when we're talking about this kind of stuff, that kind of guarantee helps. The personal story helps. Um, Can you give people out there your telephone number? And then I wanted to ask you a couple other questions. Yes. They can reach me at area code 702-882-2103 anytime. Uh, also, you can um, go to my website, and it is a long one. It is BigTechRealEstateAndCredit.com, and you can actually submit for a free consultation. It'll go to either one of my uh, my actual uh, reps, and it'll also come to me as well, so I can contact you, and we'll get back and contact you. With right now, our turn time is forty five minutes within forty five minutes, okay. and we can set down and go over uh, what it is, and we let you know if you do or you don't, because we do have clients that actually just don't need credit restoration. They right. may just need to get that credit down to 30% on revolving credit. So. Oh, I see. And uh, most people who are coming to you are from your local area? Do you serve national? How- I actually serve national. Okay, excellent, because yeah. uh, Malibu funding, as you know, is national in reach. The show is yet to be national in reach, but the plan is, of course, to get it to as many markets as we possibly can. We're licensed in a number of different states, both in the South and the East, and certainly out here in the West. So uh, in your area down in Texas, we've been there for a number of years. Great, great area, and uh, really enjoy dealing with most of the people down there. As as you well know, some of the people that we've sent down to you, and uh, we are a, a, um, a user of your services, and, and yes, they seem to be uh, excited about the possibility that, that not only can you help, but then they can see their way to either a new car or a home or, or something that they can, you know, drive down their bills by getting better credit terms. Correct. And I do have one thing, one last thing uh, that I want to add. That if this is a sure. process, Jeff, that can actually help you out. We just uh, uh, add a process to our credit restoration. Uh, you know, when you have clients out there that are renters, and if you don't pay your rent on time, right. it can actually go to collections and hurt you. Yes, so now we've added a program that we contracted out with the company that now if you pay your rent on time, like a mortgage, it can help you now. And we can back that date that a year or even two years if you paid your credit on if you paid your rent on time. For example, I have a gentleman out of Orlando, Florida, whom I helped out. Uh, um, you know, he was a uh, 575 FICO score, mm-hmm. decent credit at the you know didn't have much on it. But, you know, of course, at the time needed a 580. Right. And by backdating his rent two years, his score went up uh, 51 points because it updates every second Tuesday of the month. Went up 51 points. And so within about 27 days, we were able to help him get into a home. That's right. And what Tex is talking about is when you rent your property, a lot of times you're just paying the landlord, but they don't report it to the credit agencies. This program that you're talking about does so that you can get credit like you would if you're paying a mortgage for the payments you've been making. Is that right? Absolutely. Okay, excellent. Well, I really appreciate you coming on the show, and I want to do it again because I think what we have in terms of the clients that come to us as well as your terrific service that helps not only my clients but a whole bunch of other people uh, is something useful and something that um, obviously uh, my borrowers need, and I really appreciate you coming on the show. Hey, thanks a lot, Jeff, and you guys have a wonderful 
a wonderful day. Okay, great. And I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry, and we'll be right back. You're listening to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. For more on today's topic, visit www.malibufunding.net. We'll be right back with more in just a moment. For more information on today's topic, email Jeff Barton at info at malibufunding.net. Now, back to The Mortgage Voice with your host, Jeff Barton. Welcome, everybody. I am Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. Malibu Funding, Inc., 888-713-2929 is the telephone number. NMLS number is 79620. www.malibufunding.net is the website. And uh, we have a number of different people that come to the website for a number of different reasons. Some people just want information. Some people want to know where you service. Some people want to look at the pictures and the description of all your loan officers and the people you work for. Uh, we do purchases. We do refinances. We do some information gathering and helping people make a decision as to what they do and how they should do it. We are both a broker and a lender. And so in some instances, it's better that we broker the loan that you're looking to get. Some instances, it's better if we lend the money ourselves. And that's, of course, one of the advantages that Malibu Funding has to be able to help you decide what the best course of action is for you. Once again, we have a terrific loan officer, good guy, and um, he is with us to talk a little bit about his business, where he does business, and how he's able to help you. It's uh, Will Wadud from uh, United Home Realty. Will, how are you doing? Doing good. How are you? I'm just great. Thanks very much, and thanks for coming on the show. Thank you. Okay, very good. Tell us, first up, where you work, uh, what area, and I believe you're in Southern California, so if you could just tell the audience where you work. The show's being broadcast at KCAA in the Inland Empire and uh, some parts of Orange and uh, Los Angeles counties. Okay, well, I work in Santa Ana, and I help uh, clients in Orange County, Los Angeles, uh, Riverside County, uh, basically these three counties. Okay, excellent. And you work for United Home Realty as yes. well as Malibu Funding as a mortgage loan officer, correct? Right, right. Oh, United oh. Home Loans and also Malibu Funding. Excellent. So when you work for United Home Loans, what are you thinking about the rates that hiked? Uh, did they go up enough to even make a difference, or is it scaring no, people? No, they haven't. And, and actually there was some news reports even on that that the rates actually went down a little bit since, since the rate hike. Yeah, I noticed that too. Now we on on the website we have a um uh interest rate meter and a client called me on Saturday from San Francisco and said, "Are these really the rates?" And I said, "Yeah, they're really the rates." <laughs> <laughs> what can I tell you? They did go down. I think we were at 4.1 or 4.125 on I think it was on uh Wednesday and on Friday it had gone down actually to uh, uh below that. So client was pretty happy. He was also a little bit incredulous. Um, when you're dealing, when you're dealing with clients and you're trying to get them a mortgage, what's the main criteria you're telling them? Uh, is it about their income? Is it about their credit score? What are you saying to them? Well, it's a combination of those. I always want to figure out kind of where they think they were at with their FICO score. And obviously we have to check their credit and then also what their income is. And a lot of times the credit they might kind of have the ballpark, but a lot of times on income, if they're not W-2, uh, they tend to overstate what they think their income is. Right. Maybe they understate sometimes. So. Well, on the income, um, the main thing here is if they want the best rate, they have to have documented income. And if they're a self-employed um, borrower, somebody who is um, using their company uh, to buy or to the income from their company, it's a different kind of loan. So what are you telling people? And I, and I know we all deal with these kind of people. I make a ton of dough. Yeah, but is it verified? Is it in your income tax? So, you know, what do you tell people when they're telling you they that they make a lot of money in terms of getting them to give you the documentation to prove that? It's a bit tricky. So what, what do you say to them? Well, I tell them, you know, the market's changed a lot since since back in 2006, and we really, you know, the banks expect us to verify all the income. So if they made a lot of money and they put it, you know, under the mattress right. or, or wherever, it's not going to count. So I always tell them, make sure your money's seasoned. Make sure you've had your money in your account for two, uh, at least two months in your bank account. And always use your verified income and don't 
uh, wasted on, on, I don't know, buying something like a car cash or something else because you might need those reserves in order to purchase property. Well, not only that, doesn't it hurt their credit score if they actually go out and buy something on time? Yeah. I mean, uh, it, uh, I don't know exactly how it works, but but you want to keep some credit on your on your books for sure. Absolutely. I think the, the, the general rule is if you have a credit card and you've got $10,000 you can borrow, don't borrow anything or you know put something um, on the credit card over $5,000 because you still have capacity, but you're, you're showing the ability to repay. I think that's the best formula. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely right. You, the general rule in regards to credit is to keep all your balances below 50%. Right, exactly. And it's because they want to see not only your ability to repay, but they want to see future capacity, which is exhibited not only in the forward loan that you're going to get, but also in your credit cards. And this is this is what they're looking for. We had on the show earlier today a guy who fixes credit and, and that kind of thing. So uh, in talking about credit, how credit works, most of the rates, most of the people that you're dealing with are A-paper, I'm guessing, or yeah. is that? Yes. Yeah, majority A-paper. Okay. And, and when we're talking A-paper, what is the credit score on that? I mean, you got to be around that 720 score. Right. And uh, credit scores being what they are, it's uh, I think it's 350 to 850. I, I believe that's what the credit score yeah, uh, breadth is. Um, and in order to get the best rate today, uh, a score above 720 would be called A paper. And right. It, 740 actually is the top tier right. uh, that you need. So, right. so uh, 720 generally will qualify for most of the programs. So. Right, exactly. And most of your uh, loans today, are they purchase or are they um, refinance? It's really a mix. You know, I'd say, I'd say maybe a, teetering a little bit close, you know, more on the purchase side, but really close, like 50-50. It's a 50-50 thing. All right, let's talk a little bit real estate down in your area and the areas that you work. What do you think of the inventory? Where do you think the um, inventory is headed? And do you think that there's a... Uh, uh, a little bit of a lag in the um, market in terms of bringing properties for sale, or are we experiencing the spring buying season early? Uh, you know, it's tough. To, it's really tough to say. Every every quarter is different. It seems like. <laughs> yeah, that's in the true. Past year. <laughs> but but uh, in general, I've, I've seen I've seen good inventory out there. Okay, so uh, are you experiencing multiple offers? I know I just had a property. It was a condo over in um, North Hills in Los Angeles area, and it uh, wasn't in the, the um, greatest of neighborhoods. Uh, property sold in multiples in 24 hours, so it was it was surprising to me. Now, the price was great, but at the same time, you know, this is what the prices are in that particular neighborhood. Are you seeing a similar thing down there? or is it- Yeah, I think you pointed it out with that word price because right. because a lot of the properties that were priced right or if the price was reduced a little bit, you'd have, you know, multiple parties fighting for it and putting an offer in. But if the price was, was priced a little bit high for, for, I guess, that area or even moderately higher, um, you wouldn't get as many offers. Right. It's funny. You know, uh, as a realtor, uh, someone who has done this for a number of years, talking to sellers, they're always wary of you telling them that what they think their house is worth, and every seller thinks their house is worth way more than you do because the comps are the comps, right? But they think that you're trying to, you know, uh, screw them, I guess, for a better lack of a better word, because you just want to sell the property quickly when, in fact, that's the best pricing strategy in the marketplace. You're absolutely correct. Right, exactly. So um, uh, in the new year, where do you think we're heading in prices and in rates, uh, let's say, 90 days out? Do you think we're going to have another rate hike in the next quarter? Um, they, You know, the talking heads say that we should yeah. have a few rate, rate hikes, but, um, you know, based on market trends, I don't think interest rates are going to go that much higher. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think we're going to see four to five this year. Um, but that's just me saying that because I believe the the market needs it. We need to get back to a more normal pricing. Can't can't live on these low prices forever. But yeah, uh, hey, Will, I really appreciate you coming on the show once again. Thanks, could you could it you hand out your telephone number so that people can get to you? Sure, it's nine four nine three one zero six one zero four. Okay, and this is Will Wadud from United Home Realty. And what's the loan company again? United Home Loan. Okay, thank you very much. And I'm Jeff Barton, your voice, mortgage industry, and we'll be right back. 
You're listening to KCAA Loma Linda at 106.5 FM K293CF Marino Valley. www.malibufunding.net We'll be right back with more in just a moment. This is The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. For questions or comments, send emails to info at malibufunding.net. Now, back to The Mortgage Voice with your host, Jeff Barton. Welcome, everybody. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. 888-713-2929 is the telephone number. We, of course, are Malibu Funding, Inc. The NMLS number is 79620. www.malibufunding.net is our website. I want you to go there and look and see who we are, who I am, who the company is, and we've been around since 2002. We weathered the storm through the terrible times, and now it's a little bit better. Although, if you're looking for a mortgage out there and you've looked at rates in the last week, week and a half, you are seeing that they're inching up. So the important thing here to do, if you want to get in on the low rates, and they are historically low right now, is to not um, wait and not uh, tally or dairy or whatever the word is. Give us a call, 888-713-2929. I'm Jeff Barton, as I said, and please give us a call so we can help you decide whether you can do a mortgage, help you see whether your credit's good enough, whether your income's good enough. There are several different factors that you have to consider. Most people who are out there right now who are renting, have you thought about buying a house? I know that the prices in some areas are high, but in other areas they are not high. And condos are back and strong again, and they are still reasonably priced in certain areas of our market. Southern California is where the show is being broadcast. KCAA, we're really happy to have them on board as always. They do a great job, and we are now on three different broadcast towers out there on the FM dial very soon, as well as KCAA AM dial. Um, Welcome to the show. I got a couple of things I want to tell you right away. I saw this movie, great movie, in terms of information, although if you saw it, I want you to tell me if you were confused. The movie is The Great, or The Big Short, not The Great Short, The Big Short. The movie was about what happened during the time in 2007, 2008. The movie goes back, of course, much earlier to 2005. And this guy, his name is Michael Burry. Uh, the article I'm quoting from is by Lynette Lopez. I want to thank her for contributing to the value of the show and what we're bringing to you today. But the movie is simply about what happened and how it happened uh, to throw the entire country, if not the world, into a very deep recession. Now, there is... Um, What is a recession? First of all, let's just get to that. It's four straight quarters. That makes one year of negative growth. That's a recession. Last quarter, we had negative growth. But that's not a recession because it's only the first. You have to have four quarters in a row of negative growth. That means that the gross national product goes down rather than up. What is the gross national product? It's a If you add up everything you ever bought all year long, every service, every gas station stop, every 7-Eleven stop, groceries, the mortgage payment. If you add that up of yours and then combine it with everybody else's, that's what the gross national product is. Now, the gross national product is fueled by consumer spending. So in recessions, when people are scared, they stop spending. Thank you for the call, whoever just, I'll get to it soon enough. Um, So when we're in a recession, four straight quarters of negative GDP growth, people stop spending money. And when people stop spending money, it's cyclical. What happens? People lose jobs because we're in a very, you know, a very thin margin, most of us. I will, a lot of people live paycheck to paycheck. As um, most of my audience out there, they got into credit card debt during the recession. And it's talked about in the big short. So getting back to the big short, what happened in the movie is this. This guy, Burry, or what's his name? Yeah, Michael Burry, he figured out that... The loans that were being done, being sold from the banks to Wall Street, were bad loans. And he figured this out in 2005. Now, there's reasons why the loans were bad. But the reason that the banks kept buying them, kept funding them, and kept selling them to Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, as well as Wall Street traders, was that the entire system was built on the idea that turning the loan over and over again from one investor to another, or one loan to the next loan, was good for their pocketbooks. Might not necessarily be good for the country. Yes, I'll get to you very soon. But what happened is, when the loans were bad, and I mean really bad, 
when you used to get these loans that were no income, no asset, no credit score, basically it was a signature loan for three, four, five hundred thousand dollar um, mortgages all across the country. The mortgage broker or the bank could take that loan and within 24 hours sell it to somebody else, who then in turn sold it to Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac, who then in turn bundled a number of these lousy loans together and sold a bond. That's called a mortgage-backed security. And these bonds were sold on Wall Street one right after another. And what happened is when the loans themselves could not be paid by the borrower, because as we all know, in the movie, well, the funny thing is, is in the movie they had this stripper who was... Uh, dancing on a pole being interviewed by one of these Wall Street guys who just couldn't believe that the whole system was a, was a mess, was uh, selling bad loans. She said she had seven properties plus a condo. Wow, we are just blowing up the phones because everybody's in on this exact same movie that I saw. So what happened is you had anybody, I mean anybody could get a loan. Anybody would go get a loan thinking that the price of the property would go up 5%, 10% every, every month. But the real issue here was the availability of the money and the churn that the banks put on it to Wall Street. On the back end, and the reason I bring all this up is because all of this has been fixed on the front end. You can't get these loans anymore. All of this problem on the front end, getting free money, easy money, no income, no asset, uh, the type of loan that you just can't get anymore. You have to get a very conservatively based loan. Uh, like it used to be, uh, 10 to 20% down, conventional loans, FHA loans, they're all heavily documented, and the person on the hook for the loan is not only the borrower, but the person who originated the loan too. So there's a lot of liability issues here that weren't in place and checks and balances that weren't in place during the 2007 recession. But what happened on the back end, which is Wall Street bundled these together, in the form of mortgage-backed securities. And then they sold them and resold them uh, in order to, um, I guess, churn the fees. Because the bonds themselves were paying between 3 and 5%, usually. If you have a bond today, that's about what it's, being, uh, what it's paying out. Now, these mortgage-backed security bonds which are being sold are also hedged. Now, what's a hedge? Okay, if you go to the track and you make a $2 bet on a horse, and then you can buy insurance for half of that, meaning that if you lose, you get a dollar back. That's called a hedge. Well, that's what Wall Street was doing. And these things were called credit default swaps. Now, if anyone saw this movie and they're as confused as most people out there, believe me, you're not alone. And as it said in the movie, they purposely make these things confusing because they want you to believe that somehow they've got this education and special idea behind what they're doing in order so that you go, oh, I don't know, I guess I'll just trust what the guy's telling me. Like the mortgage broker was telling the stripper, don't worry about it. Property's going to go up next month and you can refi and take more money out. That's what was happening in the marketplace. Well, in this movie, these mortgage-backed securities, which were hedged with credit default swaps. What is a credit default swap? Sounds like some kind of weird movie that you're going to see, right? Some axe murderers. I don't know. So credit default swaps. So you have credit, and if it goes bad, you can swap a payment for insurance. That's all it is. It's an insurance policy. The credit default swaps, companies like AIG, you may have heard of that, cost us $165 billion to bail them out. Um, Morgan Stanley, uh, Bear Stearns, a lot of these companies that don't exist anymore, and the reason they don't exist anymore, because when the credit defaults that, that, that they sold, basically they took a fee to insure against losses to the people who were bundling the mortgage-backed securities of bad loans from the stripper-type people. Okay, is it all following through? So... When that happened, these credit default swaps were bought and sold on the open market. Like when the whole market started to collapse in 2007, the credit default swaps protected the people bundling the mortgage-backed securities. So the, the value of those credit default swaps went up. And what happened in the big short was that the banks at the end realized they were selling horrible mortgage-backed securities and bundling lousy bonds. 
So as a way to protect themselves while still making fees on the bundling of the securities and the sale of the securities, they were buying credit default swaps. So the three main characters in the movie who all realized this was happening well before the value of the credit default swaps went up were buying these credit default swaps at a pennies on a dollar. It's like the future futures market in uh, on Wall Street where you're you're buying the future value of a commodity three and five years down the line. Now, who knows what's going to happen, but you can do it. You can buy and sell these futures. It's the same thing with these credit default swaps. The thing in the mortgage, mortgage market is it used to be that the savings loan on the corner, who you put your money in, were also the people that would lend your neighbor money to go buy a house. That's how it worked. The money stayed small. It stayed in your community, and you were all in it together, very much like the Jimmy Stewart movie of years ago. What was it called, Daryl? It's a Wonderful Life. Thank you very much. It's a Wonderful Life. And by the way, if you haven't seen it, it's a terrific holiday movie. I love it. And by the way, the, the uncle that ties the, the string on his finger, yeah, they call that Alzheimer's now. I understand and that. Those, yeah. <laughs> and those days... He had they, a pet crow, for God's sakes. <laughs> they just called it senile in those days. I actually asked my wife, what if they used to call people with all uh, senile? Right. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Right. And crazy, yeah. right, right. A little loose, a little out of it. Um, so I like the movie. I think you'll like the movie. And um, I think you should go see it. But if you're looking for revelation, if you're looking for an aha moment, this can't happen again, well, um, good luck because it's extremely confusing. Which brings us to Adam Hayes' article on six factors that point to the global recession in 2016. Uh, there are five things that he talks about which, if happens, we could be in another recession. And again, the recession is four straight quarters. We're currently in one straight quarter. I don't know what the last uh, quarter of 2015 was. But, you know, we're going to see when the data comes out. It should come out this week. Uh, the first thing is the European situation gets worse. Everybody knows what pigs are, right? P-I-I-G-S. Those are the five countries in Europe which are either defaulting or close to defaulting. That's Portugal, um, Italy, Ireland, Greece, and Spain. That's what they call pigs. All of these countries, uh, Greece just defaulted on their particular IMF loan which is not bode well for the uh, European Economic Union, uh, the Euro, the Eurozone. If five countries decide, you know what, we're not going to do the austerity measures that you're calling for in order to get another loan, we're just going to back out of the uh, European Union. If that happens, we're going to have problems on a global scale. Um, the Chinese bubble has begun to pop. If anybody's watching with the world economy, most of the products that you buy in the U.S. at Walmart or at Target or at any of these huge discount stores are all made in China. Look at the bottom, look at the back. Either they're made totally in China or they're uh, assembled here, but uh, most of the parts are made there. What happened is we were having 10% growth rate in China for the last 10 years. That's huge and unsustainable. So when uh, Deng Xiaoping or Xi decided to move their economy from a uh, export economy to a local-based, consumer-based economy, the economy slowed down because they just don't have the demand to drive the kind of uh, engine growth of 10% a year. So when China's economy slows down, they stop buying raw materials from around the world and other products that they need in order to sustain the growth that they were sustaining. That's a big issue, um, not to mention that they have over a trillion dollars U.S. cash in the bank. They could easily use that cash against what we're trying to do in the country, which is obviously not overinflate our dollar, although for years they've been printing. So I, I really i am sort of at a loss as to why we haven't got more inflation, but we don't. Um, third thing, the debt problem that the students are racking up. Do you know there's over $1.3 trillion of student debt? Three minutes? Thank you very much. That's very good. We're getting a um, – I, I don't have it on my screen, so I'm getting hand signals as to where we are in the process. So uh, in the, the debt problem here in the United States is huge. If any student – and I've got three of them – they're all in school, and they're all, they all have their own debts. They have uh, scholarships. They have debts. Uh, they have money we can give them. But $1.3 trillion. Now, there has been calls to forgive this debt. But I don't know anybody that wants to forgive $1.3 trillion in debts. I know people that will want to forgive $10,000, but with that kind of 
overbearing debt on the next wave of people who are going to be employed. How are they going to buy houses? How are they going to buy cars? How are they going to buy products if they're saddled with this kind of debt? You're listening to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. For more on today's topic, visit www.malibufunding.net. This is 1050 AM KCAA Loma Linda and 106.5 FM Yucaipa. Your NBC Sports Radio update starts now. Minnesota is in position. I'm Jeff Nathanson, the scoreboard. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.